guys. Happy Tuesday and welcome back to another episode of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Today I'm being joined by Kiana. What is up? Howdy. How is it going? I mean, good. It's late on a Sunday when we're recording. I'm ready for bed, but we we got some things we want to talk about. But it's also close enough to the holidays to where it almost doesn't feel like a school night. You know? No. Well, it's also been dark for like five hours already. I know. I'm like ready for bed. But today, Kiana and I are going to be chatting with you guys about all things Thanksgiving. With Thanksgiving this week, we thought, what better time to talk about what we're grateful for, share some Thanksgiving stories, and chat about anything and everything. Per usual. <laughs> uh, do you like Thanksgiving? I actually, I think I've, I think I've always liked Thanksgiving. I think that like, as I get older, I like it a little bit more because I think like back in the day, it's like you were with your family all the time. So you're just kind of like another day, another sleigh, but just yeah. like with a better, better food. But I think I've come to enjoy it a lot more just because I've just become a little bit more sentimental as I've gotten older, you know? So it just means more like it's less than just like a meal. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's more than a meal. It's less than a meal. It's less than a meal. It means nothing to me. No. Just kidding. I get that, especially with families. I mean, a lot of us, after we graduate college, we either stay in the city we went to school in or go to a different city, and it can be rare that all the kids are under one roof again with the parents, and so I'm the same way. Growing up, I wasn't a big fan of it. I liked it for a short period of time, and now I'm a little impartial. It's never been huge in our family because we have a small family, Yeah, but I like to imagine that one day I'll have a nice big family yeah. and a Thanksgiving tradition and my husband can cook because I can't cook for shit. <laughs> I think that like that, I think that's going to be a renaissance for you. Like that's what I see for you in 2024 is like cooking. What? My sister's going to laugh when she hears this. I think it could be. I think it could be a renaissance for you, but I do love Thanksgiving because it's like the kickoff to all of the other like holiday festivities. Yeah. It's like the beginning of a season. It is. I'm excited for Christmas. But like I said, it's like I start celebrating Christmas after Halloween. So uh, I'm feeling festive. All the Christmas lights are up around the city. And we have some fun plans in store that we will chat about in a bit. Or should we tell them now? Let's just get into it then. I mean, might as well. Yeah. So I'm not able to go back home to see my mom. She's in the hospital, as you guys know. And so I'm going to be celebrating Thanksgiving here. And then Kiana and I... We're chatting and she's also going to be here. Why is that again? Uh, so I honestly, I probably should just look it up because I don't know if this is true or not, but I've convinced myself that I teach spin on Friday afternoon. Mm. And for me, like just wouldn't be worth the drive. Yeah. And so I decided to stay in and I'm going to head to Midland on Saturday. Oh, okay, good. So I'm going to head there and it's like five and a half hours. And so I'm like, what? And I'm a road warrior. So like, that's fine. Like I'll. And I'll like maybe stop once, but like I would, I typically don't. Like I just like That's drive a through. Long trip. I know. And so I, if I was gonna go up on like Wednesday night, I'd have to leave Thursday night. Yeah. And like that's not worth it to me. So if I'm going down Saturday morning after I teach, um, then I may come back like Monday afternoon or Monday night and just like take Monday off or something. That's fun. So good. Oh, that's good. Well, I'm happy that we at least get to celebrate together. I booked Kiana and I some dinner reservations. I'm so, did you look at the menu? It looks so freaking good. It's like a three course meal. We can just tell them we're yeah. eating dinner at Crew Wine Bar. And I've never been. 
I've never been either, so hopefully it's... I mean, I've heard good things, yeah. but if you guys are local, come stalk us. It's fine. Come join us. It's going to be the two of us. As I say, I'm most excited. I think that I read that there's like a lobster parmesan risotto See, as one of the starters. Yeah. Mess me up. I'm looking at the desserts. I'm like, there's apple pie, pecan, or um, apple pie, pumpkin cheesecake, and then a chocolate mousse. And I'm like, we're each going to have to get... I mean... I thought the same thing. I was like, we're going to have to divide and conquer. Are you a pumpkin or an apple pie? I think I'm apple. I knew you were going to say that. Good, because I'm pumpkin. But we should split. Okay, yeah. Because, like, I don't mind pumpkin. I've come around to pumpkin in the past, like, three years. I love it. Oh, my gosh. What do you think? Do you think there's going to be a bunch of other families there, and we're just going to be, like, sat in the middle? <laughs> As I, say, I think it could be, like, one of two things. It could be, like, a lot of just, like, wealthy families just, like, coming out. Like, they, they're tired of sitting at home or something. Or it could be a bunch of loners like us, which could be kind of a vibe. It could be a vibe. And the reason why I think that it could be a bunch of loners like this is because, like, Austin is very much a transplant city. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't imagine that there's tons of people going home, especially with Thanksgiving being so close to Christmas. Yeah. A lot of people are doing one or the other. I agree. Do you think people are going to go out? Because we're going to go out to the bars after. But do you think people are going to go out the night before? Like, should we do both? Because that's like the hometown thing to do is go out the night before Thanksgiving. So true. But we need to go to local bars then. And I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. What is a local bar in Austin? I mean, West? Right? That's like the college bars they used to go to in college. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But either way... We're going to have a super fun time. I can't wait. We hope that you guys all have a fun Thanksgiving week. I mean, this is a lot, I feel, too, to prepare. If you aren't somebody who likes being around your family, we're praying for you. It can be a lot. I mean, I love being around my family. My sister usually likes to have a a few drinks by the time before she even sees anybody. Don't we all? It can be a lot. Which reminds me, I need to respond to my sister. She asked whether I wanted to be on side duty or drink duty. And I think we all know the answer to that. For what? Saturday, when I go to Midland. Oh, are you guys doing Thanksgiving on Saturday then? It's not Thanksgiving. It's just like, I think we're going to do something like non-traditional. Like I think that my brother-in-law is probably going to like cook steak Mm. and lobster maybe. Nice. Hell yeah. It's kind of like a joke, an inside joke, because I remember one time we wanted to meet in the middle between Thanksgiving and Christmas with my dad and his wife. And so it ended up being like some random weekend in December. And it was like me, my sister, my then boyfriend, and then Garrett, my brother-in-law, and then them two. And... (laughs) We were just going to do steak. And like for some random reason, my dad's wife was like, well, what if we just like had lobster too? And we're all like, who's buying that? <laughs> Seriously? She was like, they're really not that expensive. You just like buy a couple lobster tails. And we're like, so are you telling us that we need to have lobster? So we ended up having steak and lobster. It's like we felt pressured to buy lobster. Uh, and how did that turn out? Good? No, it was awful. <gasps> well, it wasn't awful, Garrett. I don't mean that. It wasn't awful. It was just like... <laughs> It's very stressful because my dad is a pit master. Like my dad has a grill that is so big that it has a tailgate on it. So you can like try, like latch it to your car. <laughs> like it's huge. Wow. It has like multiple pit things. It has a smoker underneath. Like it's wild. I didn't even and know that was so, a thing. I know. So I grew up with like really freaking good brisket steak and all that so it's just like a lot of pressure like I would never wish that upon my boyfriend or like my husband to have to like grill for my father I would much rather stick to like pastas bakes (laughs) baked goods right and uh so the grill got too hot or something and so my brother-in-law was like Kiana this is like the worst thing that's ever happened to me just because it's a lot of pressure grilling for my dad absolutely I would be so stressed yeah like I sounds like Ron Swanson did you ever watch Parks and Rec I know who you're talking about, and I've watched a couple episodes, but, like, I'm not, like, okay. bought in on the Parks and Rec of it all. 
What? But it's weird because I've been told, like in college, a lot of people called me Leslie Nope. Yeah, you should you should try it again. I I love. It. I think I'd like it because it's like my humor. Yeah. Eh. No, it's it grows on you. Like the first few episodes, I was like, this doesn't make sense, and then I ended up liking it. Um, well, I'm excited for you guys to have your potential steak and lobster dinner pumped good luck but before then we have our beautiful dinner and i saw that there is a um wine pairing too yeah so, and did you see you get a cider with your meal too yes. for free so i'm gonna little buzzed i know i was like hi i mean you're gonna have two so i know i'm gonna have a good ass time and like the pairing <laughs> has like three glasses of wine or something i'm like fine might as well no it's gonna make one in rome it's gonna be great i can't wait sorry oh. one side one more question oh yes go ahead what's your favorite thanksgiving dish oh shoot i knew you're gonna ask this i don't know why um, and I feel I'm fully going to be judged by this. I if, unless you s- don't say cranberry sauce. N- no mashed potatoes. hundred percent with the gravy. Ooh. And then you like get your turkey and you clean up the outstanding gravy. <laughs> with- outstanding. <laughs> Obsessed. It's, it's the way to do it. I love mashed potatoes. Have you decided what you're going to take to your Friendsgiving? Uh, it got canceled. And my friend had a Friendsgiving plans Mm -hmm. and I already bought all the stuff. I had this, all the ingredients for this fall salad. I bought a literal like 50 pack of Hawaiian rolls and you're going to eat. mind. And then I texted the girls, a a few of the girls that were invited. I was like, Hey, um, what what are you guys wearing to Friendsgiving? And they were like, Oh, it's canceled. Was nobody going to sell When did the announcement go out? And supposedly, so she did it through paperless. And she canceled it the day before. Half the attendees got the notification that it was canceled and half didn't. So people did show up? No. So, because this was um, last week. Yeah, it was like this past Thursday. And so Thursday morning was when I texted her. And so she ended up reaching out to everybody after. But I texted her and I was like, hey, just confirming. Is it for sure canceled? She's like, yeah, sorry. Like, they, they uh, it didn't go out supposedly. And I'm thinking like, why didn't you tell me? Like, and so I told her, I was like, I already bought all the food. I just want to know if I can start eating it. If and it's so, none of my business, but like, why was it canceled? Not enough people were in town. Invite me. I'll fucking go. I know. And I was like, well, I already. So anyways, I had the whole pack of 50 rolls. And so every day I've been like, just picking at it here and there. And this morning I was like, like a daily pill, like an AM and yeah. a PM roll. Yeah. So this morning I threw, I, I still had like, 35 rolls I was like I need to get rid of this so I just threw it away because I was like I can't keep eating this like it was it was getting bad but I still have the salad so I'm gonna make the salad for myself what all goes into it um mixed greens dried cranberries walnuts pumpkin seeds apples red and green apples I'm a slut for a pumpkin seed yeah so good and then something else and it looks so good in the picture on Pinterest Uh. so Thanks for triggering me. You're no so friends welcome. Giving. Happy to remind you. But I can't <laughs> help but think about what I want for dinner now tonight. I'm starving. I'm like, we might have to stop somewhere on the way to the event. Okay, but speaking of being hungry, let's jump on into okay. Catch Up With Kim. So, you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? Okay, now we're going to jump into Catch Up With Kim. So, Kiana and I interviewed a very special and fun guest this past week, and that interview is going to go live on the pod on the 28th. So keep an eye out. Be warned. This is an explicit rated R 18 and up episode. But tell them who we talked to. And I think we already mentioned it. Yeah, there. it was spicy. Um, sex and intimacy coach Hannah, who was. 
it was like just such a interesting and fun conversation. Mm-hmm. Like we say it's rated R and everything, but like there's nothing about it that like seems like either like gross or misplaced. And I think that that's what I really appreciated about the conversation. Yeah. Very, we had very intentional questions planned out questions that either you guys submitted or questions that were frequently asked by her or questions that we had for her, mm-hmm. because how often do you get to talk to a sex coach? Someone I mean, who like literally never. her livelihood and her life is normalizing the, what could be awkward about sex, mm-hmm. like empowering you with it, answering all of your questions. Like yeah. we were like kids in a candy shop. Exactly. And her only clientele is women. So she empowers women to really take hold of their sexuality and not be ashamed of certain feelings. And it was very eye-opening for me. I don't know how it was for you, but at moments I was like, like a little nervous, but she was so mature and handled it very well. Uh, There were certain words that she used that I kind of giggled. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe she said that. But I'm like, Kim, you are almost 30, grow up. Literally, same though. And I texted you about this after. I don't know what it was. I think that I realized that like she was mentioning things that seemed very like duh, but so often our relationships, like what we want gets kind of pushed to the wayside. Yeah. And so I texted Kim after and I was like, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm just like a little bit like emotional about like how our conversation went Mm -hmm. and it was not negative at all. It just like, I think brought up a lot of things that, you know, I, I look at past relationships and I'm like, oh, like this didn't work just because of like X, Y, and Z. But there's just so much more that like intimately led up to that outside of sex. Mm-hmm. That was like just very eye-opening for me. And I thought about it for a long time. Like really? I, I texted you and I was like, I'm kind of fucked up right now. Like <laughs> no, I got emotional. We both did yeah. actually during the interview because whether you've had a traumatic experience with sex or um, issues with a partner or issues with yourself or just anything related Mm -hmm. to your body and your feelings. Some feelings might be sparked during the interview. So be warned there. I definitely got emotional, Mm -hmm. um, especially when we were talking about cheating and intimacy and gaining back that trust. So make sure to check it out next week. That was so much fun. We talked to her for at least two hours, but you guys are going to love it. This is one of the first episodes. I mean, there, there are several before, but one of the episodes that I'm just really proud of. Like, I'm like, wow, this came together really well and was so nice. And it was my third, my first time having a third person on the, on the podcast. And it was like super educational too. Like it was, it was nice because I feel like we, you know, we talk through a lot of like real life things. And I feel like sometimes like maybe bringing on a, like a sex therapist like that could seem almost taboo. And I'm glad that we embraced it and like normalized it. Like that was so cool. So I I totally see what you're saying about it being something that you're proud of because I left feeling very accomplished. Yeah, me too. Speaking of sex, (laughs) more specifically the word sex, I, this past week shared all my content from my veneers partnership and The first few posts did really, really well. Well, in between posting my veneer content and also promoting, hey, submit questions for Hannah, sex coach Hannah, Instagram flagged my account for using the word sex. And now my account is shadow banned and I only got 100 views on a story when normally I get 3,000. 100 views. And my reel only reached 400 people. I'm like, what is going on? So, so how I'm long do you pissed. get shadow banned for? Like, how I does have, that work? I have no clue. It's never happened to me before. So if anybody is listening and works at Instagram, DM me, let me know. But I, my account, my posts still aren't reaching people. And it's frustrating because thank God my first few posted well. But mm-hmm. this is a partnership that I did with 
with yeah. the, with the dental spots and I'm like, great. I had to send them insights in the second part of my content only Damn. got 200 likes. So pissed about that. I did not know where you were going. Was like speaking of sex <laughs> and then you talk about your veneers. I'm like, <laughs> obvious correlation there. But if you guys haven't checked it out yet, please do. I posted the whole vlog start to finish on YouTube videos, uh, transformations, BTS, everything on Instagram and TikTok. So check that out. And then my next catch up with Kim, I already mentioned this to you, but, and don't say the name of the book or anything, Okay. but I met up with a friend this past week. We went and got brunch. I haven't seen her since my birthday. When is your birthday? March. March what? 15th. Okay. I had that Barbie birthday party and that was the last time I saw her. And the reason being is because I shut down during summer. I don't feel like socializing. I get sick to my stomach. I don't like it. So we were laughing. I'm like, she's like, where have you been? I was like, literally hiding in air conditioning. Fair. So anyways, we had a meeting because she thought of me to do a book partnership with an author for a smut novel based in Austin, which I'm really excited about. Love that. So we chatted all through that partnership. We're working out the details, but I will... Let you guys know more about that soon. And then I have some pop culture things I want to talk about. Okay. Which we never really do during catch up. But I'm like, this will be fun. Did you hear t- a Taylor Swift fan died at a show in Brazil due to extreme temperatures? I didn't know that it was at the show. Mm-hmm. She died at the show because she had gotten to the show at 11 a.m. trying to get a spot as close to the stage as possible. Do they not have a sign seating? No, I guess not. Okay. And they wouldn't let anybody bring in waters, which I feel like that's pretty normal for concerts, but it sounds like she didn't want to leave her spot. She didn't want to lose it. I don't know, but she died. And so Taylor actually ended up canceling her second, or maybe postponing the second Brazil show because of that. And even the clips of her performing, she looks like she's about to pass out. 100 plus degree weather. Couldn't be me. And it was outdoor, obviously, I'm assuming. Could not be me. I feel like there's like so much guilt about you know like things that happen at your concert yeah like the feel the feeling of like responsibility when it's yeah obviously it's not their fault but that happens uh shifting gears did you ever watch big little lies yeah you did wait yeah with nicole kidman reese yeah. witherspoon <gasps> finally shailene woodley yes yeah what about they're it? coming out with a season three okay confession i only watched the first maybe i need to get into that then when is the third I one mean, coming i'm out? gonna rewatch it because i had i watched it like that was like three years ago wasn't Let's it say, yeah let me take a note because i watched the first season whenever they shoved the husband off the cliff yes. spoiler alert sorry oh, so good was Do the second was, season just as good from what i remember yeah but i mean it's been so long right because that's based off a book right yeah um last bits of info did you catch up on selling sunsets i made it through eight episodes I don't know okay. how many are in there total. So you didn't watch the finale yet? No. Okay. But I'm dead about Nicole being like, I got, all I got was my teeth done and Botox. <laughs> and Chriselle and Chelsea, all right. Scratching their noses. So you did see that. Yeah. So funny. Well, I guess I'll skip my notes. I do have something <laughs> to say though, because I got to, it was episode eight whenever they're in Cabo. Yeah. And these are all spoilers, by the way. So like fast forward if you don't want to listen to this. But when they're all in Cabo and that girl walks up and like clearly knows Brie from somewhere. And Brie, like, won't admit that she knows this bitch from, like, another time in her life. Yeah. Because, like, Brie has obviously come a long way. It was, like, married to Johnny Menzel, literally living in College Station, like, showing up to, like, party houses, like, frat houses, yeah. pissed off at her boyfriend, like, dragging him out of there to now be, like, being Nick Cannon's baby mama. Like, yeah. times have changed for her, you know? Wow. And so when that bitch walks up to her in Cabo and she, like, doesn't act like she's, like, yeah, I don't know who that girl is. I am 99.999% sure that... Ka- uh, Cassandra, the girl mm-hmm. that you're talking about, and Brie 
used to escort together. Agreed. In Vegas. And I think that Because they kept saying, oh, we, the industry, the industry. And at first she said bottle service. Yeah. And, but I mean, just transparently speaking, a lot of bottle service girls, I won't speak for all, but for the ones I know are also escorts. Like that's just, that's where they make the most money is escorting. So I think that she has a lot of tea on her that I'm excited to, I don't want to find out because I like, I think we all move into different chapters in our lives. Like I don't want to talk about who the hell I was engaged to. Absolutely not. So embarrassing, but it is part of who you are. I was going to say also fucking own it though. Like, and and I I think that's what I hate. It's like Brooke, I mean, not Brooke, Bree just acts like she's like too good for it. And then like, she's like openly being a C-U-N-T to Cassandra when Cassandra gets drinks with them. She's like, barang, 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 barang. And stuff. I'm like, I thought that was so funny. And, but for me, it's like, it's like, you are like, you are being, what is it called? Like, it was immature. Well, and you're giving away that like you do know her and like you're overcompensating. Yeah. Like, cause when they like panned over to Chriselle and then in her interview, whenever they first met and Chriselle was like, mm-hmm. because like Bree is being fucking weird about it. If you would have just embraced her and been nice or whatever, like Cassandra does seem like she has like, she's very well-spoken. Yeah. So I don't think Cassandra wants any shit to come out either. So well, just embrace Cassandra her. Cassandra was a porn star and that's already all come out to all her videos. Really? Yes. And there's even a video of, Cassandra I, I only saw a screen grab but it was Cassandra sitting on the couch next to Heather you know oh, shit and yeah. they're both in bras and panties doing an interview about masturbation for Playboy or something so they all have skeletons I guess as you could say in their yeah. closet but I mean Cassandra's hard to put it out there I don't think she's embarrassed about it they've come along so yeah they've just interesting way. so catch up yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna try thoughts. to finish tonight because I got shit to do so what is new with you this week? You said not not too much. No, not too much, especially since we've filmed quite a bit in the past couple days. Yeah. Um, but first, I want to say that I'm done getting my nails done. Mm-hmm. I'm on my nail painting journey. I'm very excited about that. I um, did press-ons for like a year and a half, mm-hmm. and I love press-ons, but I hated always having to have like an extra nail in my back pocket. Yeah. Um, and I think it might just be the nails that I use, because I know that yours stay on really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they really do. They do. And I love my press-ons, too. It's just... With contact lenses, I only mm. wear my press-ons for special occasions. Yeah, because it's a little that makes more, sense. A little more difficult to take them out, but I think it actually isn't the nail. I mean, I think Kiss press-ons are the best, but the nail glue is what really makes the big difference. Do you know what the best nail glue is? I use the Kiss glue on the paint-on one, mm-hmm. and it works so well. Well, okay, because like the one that I use is the paint-on too, but it's from Static Nails. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm on my nail painting journey. I just wanted everyone to know that if you have any good brand of nail polish recommendations, I do love Olive and June. That's like the colors I use. Um, second thing is I decorated my house for Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. I know. And I literally sent Kim probably like 20 pictures and they were all half-assed pictures. They were so criminal. No, they looked really good. You couldn't get like the vibe. You know what I mean? Like you saw the pictures, but it's just kind of like, okay, whatever. Um, so I got my house decorated for Christmas and this is my first time decorating my house by myself well like by myself I mean with my roommate but without my significant other and so it was like a little bit emotional but we decorated and like I made my homemade pasta sauce and like we had like a nice little meal and like continued to like watch a movie while we get everything ready and it was just so pure so really enjoyed it I I will say Angela's fitting so nicely into the significant other role no correct she just like and she's embracing it too but I will say like we got up in the attic because this is the thing about that living in this house is like the amount of fixing we do around this house like people would be so proud of us 
like our garage door wasn't working the other day. And so I go out there with like a hammer and like we fix it. We do our own yard work. Like, you know that. And so we have to go up into this stupid ass attic to get all the decor down. And my ex was like very organized. And so he did all that stuff. Like he wanted to put it up there so he could like know exactly where everything is. <laughs> and one, I'm pissed because I found a box with all of my fall decor and I didn't put any of it up because I didn't think I had any. Shoot. But I went and bought like when it's like 75% off, I bought like, and so I have two huge boxes of fall decor that I never used, which is frustrating. Next year. But scared me shitless. We like <gasps> peek up in there and I forgot that we, I don't know why, how I forgot this, but I forgot that my ex bought um, one of those like reindeer in the front yard and so I get up there and it's just like this head oh, like so facing scary. me scared I me shitless saying, like a Halloween decoration because that would have been terrifying to see I, that up there I mean this in best way because I've started to realize that my neighborhood is more like they decorate more for Halloween than Christmas which is so interesting hmm. but like I will never be a Halloween decor family I will decorate for fall and for Christmas but Halloween is just not my vibe so I, I said what I said I like a tasteful Halloween decoration like give me an example of a tasteful Halloween decoration because I think that that is a what is that called what not I want to say onomatopoeia but that's not what it is <laughs> what do you know what an onomatopoeia is <laughs> like I've where you say the word. sound of something like knock knock oh okay yeah um but what's it called whenever like you say two opposite things right after each other oh well, like, like a, a tiny shrimp yeah <laughs> <laughs> or a big shrimp um oh. Oh my gosh. Shit. It's something with an O, isn't it? That's why I want to say onomatopoeia. That's not onomatopoeia. <laughs> um, okay, anyway. I bet you they're like listening and they're like, it's this. Yeah, well, think, think of what it is. But um, yeah, I guess when I'm thinking decorations for Halloween, I'm thinking like pumpkins, which is, I guess, is fall. Um, maybe a. Well, now I'm just thinking pumpkins. I don't know what else I would do. But if I lived in a neighborhood that went all out and I had trick-or-treaters, I would do a little extra. Maybe like a little cauldron. That's cute. Okay. Kind of like that. Maybe a little skeleton. I really have to know what that word is. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll think about it. Do you have anything else that's going on this week with you? I just wanted to give an update on my half marathon training. Um, no update. No update. Okay. We love to hear it. Uh, that wraps up our catch up with Kim. And now we're going to shift into our pick of the week. Oh my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. Kiana is really hung up on this uh, word that describes tiny shrimp or big shrimp ants. That is a. I don't know. Let's now talk about our picks of the week while we think about it. I'm sure it will come to us. My pick of the week is, I was telling you how soft, and you can't even think about it, huh? <laughs> I'm trying to get back into the groove, but I'm just not well. Okay, well, my pick of the week is Tree Hut Scrub. Have you ever used that before? That I specific it. brand. It's so good. I have the vanilla one right now, and I scrubbed my whole body today, and I just feel silky smooth. So, shout out Tree Hut Scrub. I love you. It's like a must in a shower. They have all these holiday scents and stuff too and you would think like oh it's gonna be gross and they actually smell so good and I feel like tree hut has been around for so long but they're just now having their renaissance and I'm here for it as they should and then my second pick of the week is just black friday shopping I will be sharing a ton of my picks uh for amazon cyber monday deals and black friday deals there's gonna be so many and a lot of like the picks of the week that we have shared a lot of things in my Amazon storefront will be on sale. So keep an eye out. Is there anything specifically you're going to get? 
Um, there's some electronics I have my eyes on and clothes. So, yeah. do clothes go on here. super sale? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, no, oh, it's yeah. this is the time to shop, you guys. So keep an eye out. I'll link my Amazon storefront in the show notes with the link to my Black Friday deals. So. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out on that. You know, I'm an adult when I'm like, okay, I need a printer and a mandolin. Mm-hmm. And a what? <laughs> and a mandolin. What's that? I'm just teaching you all kinds of things today. Yeah. It's like the thing where you like, it's like a slicer. Oh, I thought that was an instrument. Isn't there I, an instrument called a mandolin too? You might be right. Or am I thinking, I don't know. You might be right. Okay. I was like, oh, you're learning a new instrument? Good for you. What's your pick of the week? My pick of the week is, um, so I've mentioned this a couple times. Like, I'm a book girly. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm reading two books right now. And some people can't read more than one book at a time. And I can. Not me. Like, I probably have, like, technically I'm reading, like, seven books. Because, like, I have my self-esteem book that I read. Yeah. I have my book that I tried to read whenever I thought my relationship was going to shit. Didn't work. Um, also, didn't so finish you it though. Recommend the book. Yeah, so <laughs> maybe if I finished the book, it would have right. Maybe if I fin- maybe if I finished the book, I would have saved my relationship. But alas, yeah. Um, but so I'm reading two books right now. One of them I'm reading via Audible, and I'm the kind of person where like there are very specific books that you cannot listen to via Audible. You must read, and vice right. versa. Mm-hmm. And so I'm reading a book right now, and it's called um, Bright Young Women, and it's about one of the girls from the Ted Bundy murder case. And she was the chapter president at Cayo at FSU whenever he got into the house and murdered some of the women there. Yeah. And it's just like from her perspective Mm. and like she is like connected to someone else who also had an issue with Ted Bundy. Like it's a whole thing. It's like really interesting and really fascinating. Um, So that's one book. So Bright Young Women. And then the second book I'm reading is called The Measure. And it's about whenever, and that's what I'm reading tangibly on my Kindle. Um, that book, it's everyone wakes up one morning and they wake up to a indestructible box on their front porch. Every single person, gets every a box. single person in the world over the age of 2020, over the age of 22. Wow. And they, no one knows what it means for the longest times. So like that's part of it. It's like, what does this box mean? And you can like choose whether you want to open it or not. It's not going to change anything. But then inside there's a string and it's an indestructible string. Like you can't cut it. You can't do anything. And so for like the first part of the book, they're trying to figure out like, what does this mean? And they ended up doing a lot of different studies and stuff. And they realized that the length of the string is how much longer you have left to live. (gasps) And so people like, and so all of the people, it's kind of like the love actually where everyone's connected, you know? Yes. It's like that. So you're following around all these different people. And they're connected to the other person in some weird way. And it's like there's couples who like open it up and one person's string is this long and one's is this long. It's like, what do you do? Oh, my God. And so it's like pretty cool. It's like a really cool book. I think I'm going to try to finish it's that cool. this week. That sounds like anxiety. I'm only like, I think like 20% in, but it's just interesting because like some people are choosing just never open it. What would you do? I would open it. <laughs> you would? Yeah. Just because I would want to know. <sighs> It's hard to say because you don't, I would know how long I would have to live my life to the fullest. But let's say you were married and your significant other had a short ass string. What would you do? Just love him as much as possible, you know? Be like, peace, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I got a life to live. (laughs) No, I mean, I think that's actually like, it's really interesting because it puts things into perspective. I think I would like to know how much time I have left with a loved one. Right. And it's like, is that something that you would put on your hinge profile is how long your string are, your string is? 
No. <laughs> Mine's super long. <laughs> Mine's, Mine's so long. Damn. His string is so big. No, two truths and a lie. Super long string. Super <laughs> like short string. <laughs> no string. <laughs> Never opened box. Stupid. Okay. okay, what's that called again? Okay. The measure. Okay, yeah, that's good. Amazing. So, so yeah. those are your picks. I'll mm-hmm. link those in the show notes too for you guys to check out. But that wraps up our picks of the week. Now let's chat all about Thanksgiving. Do you have any Thanksgiving stories or no? Mm-mm. No. Okay. I only have one actually. Well, I have one that's dramatic and I'm like, do I want to get into all Dramatic that? or traumatic? Both. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so one's, Heavy. One's funnier. So, and it's also dramatic, but one thanksgiving this was i think 2015 2015 or 16 or 14 i was in high school i think or college I was <laughs> 2014 we, we were in college i don't know how old i was but i think it was before my parents divorced because our dog was there anyways <laughs> i'm like thanks- really trying to follow him <laughs> it was a th- <laughs> it was a thanksgiving a while ago and we're all eating dinner, and there's some drama going along amongst the family, okay? Whatever. Well, my mom's brother is a drug addict, and we had custody of my little cousins for a long time throughout their lives, and so we're all there at the dinner table, and he's not there. Well, he randomly shows up to the dinner. The father. Mm-hmm, the father, and he's on who knows what. So he shows up, and he, like, I remember he, like, grabbed, like, a roll off the table. <laughs> one of your 50 Hawaiian rolls? <laughs> one of my 50 Hawaiian rolls. And then he grabs a roll, and he's like, oh, like, there's no seat for me, whatever. And, like, it just becomes, like, super, super tense. So, did you ever watch Gossip Girl? Yeah. You know how at that one Thanksgiving episode, they all leave one at a time, and it's, like, that Rihanna song playing? Okay, that What Rihanna of, song, though? I can't remember. Huh. But I'll, I'll find it. But, um... Everybody just individually keeps getting up from the table. So by the end of this dinner table, you know, my uncle had left the table. Mom was pissed and left. My grandma's like, I can't. You guys are fighting. She got emotional. And then my sister and her husband were like, peace. We don't want to deal with this. And yeah. It was a whole thing. So the table's empty. Well, some of us end up in the living room. We're all just hanging out, chatting. He left. The uncle left. From what I remember. Well, I'm like, you know, I'm pretty hungry. So I would like <laughs> to go back and finish my dinner. Like, should we all go back? So we go back into the dining room. It's all be- a beautifully set. That was like my thing. I love setting the table, like really pretty. So we go into the table, go and go to the table, and our dog, Cosmo, just a, a, you know, a small dog, you know, bigger than Louie, but not a big, not a medium sized dog. Like Kwabe? Smaller. Okay. Smaller than Kwabe. <laughs> just a, sm- a small, a big, small dog. Okay. Okay. We go into there. Cosmo has somehow managed to get onto the top of the Thanksgiving table Fuck. and has eaten so much of the food. Fuck. <laughs> we were like, we were like, like, we're a huge animal family. So none of us in the slightest were mad. It was actually like the comical relief that we all needed. 100%. We were all like, Cosmo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so that was like one of the funniest memories and i think we ended up going like i don't know we denny's yeah we actually another thanksgiving that reminds me my mom and stepdad had just divorced and it was like a really rough thanksgiving or maybe it was after my grandma passed away jesus (laughs) i don't i have a bad memory with like sad stuff 
somehow it ended up just being my mom's sister and I. And we didn't want to do a Thanksgiving meal. We're like, there's the three of us. It's like, a lot of work. Yeah. Kids, you know, the, the kids weren't there. So we went to Denny's and we had Thanksgiving dinner together. It was really nice. So, yeah, those are my Thanksgiving stories. Last year, I don't know if that was last year or the year before, uh, but I'm actually really excited just to it be me and you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I kind of like do nothing and like no one expects anything from you. Like we'll look cute as fuck. It will be like low conversation, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. I will say though, like one thing that you learn whenever like you go to Thanksgiving with either like other friends or like with your significant other, you start to realize whether your family either are shit cooks or good cooks, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so for example, I have found that like my family is very Midwestern in the way that they cook. Like there's no greens, like, like there's no color, you know, you guys, you guys don't do green beans. No, really? And like our salad is like the ones that you see, it's like jello and like, that's our salad. (laughs) Like we just now started incorporating salad kits into our routine, like as a family. So I wouldn't say that our food's bad, but it's like, I was talking to one of my best friends and she was like, Kiana, like whenever I went to Thanksgiving with my like now husband's family, like the food was so bad. And like you start to realize that there are families that they grew up and they just like don't know any difference. Like they just genuinely think that their Thanksgiving is good. So you want to host all these people. And then like someone who has a great Thanksgiving shows up and is like, the fuck is this? Yeah. That's so true. So like that makes me so anxious. And so oh. I literally, when I hosted Thanksgiving last year, I ordered everything. I'm like, I'm going to go to Central Market. I'm going to order everything. So yeah, because then you know it. it's going to be good. Correct. And it was delicious. And it was like 60 bucks. Not even. It was probably like 150, but. Amazing. I think that's me just like justifying. But that's, I mean, that's good. It takes away the stress of everything. 100%. I just remembered what I did last year for Thanksgiving. What? I visited my mom last year and it was just me and her at, because her and her husband were RVing across the coast of California when she mm. wasn't sick. And so they're at this beautiful campground with their RV. And her husband went to go stay at their cabin for a little bit. So me and her could get one-on-one time. And we just got little microwave Thanksgiving dinners. And we just sat there and we like sat and watched the river go by. And we just ate our meals together. It was really nice. Ah, oh, that's so pure. It's on the vlog. Go check it out. Last year's Thanksgiving. It was Love it. It was Are really you going to vlog this year's Thanksgiving? I might as well. We'll see. It's hard to carry around that camera, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but that wraps up the stories. Do you have your list of things you're grateful for? I do. How many do you have? Not 30 like you. <laughs> I'm an overachiever. I've I have like 10. Which is like the same as the uh Right. Like I'm thankful for pleasures. a lot of things, but I just want to do things a little bit different because I know that you and I would probably say a lot of the same things. Yeah. Okay. Number one for me. Let's just jump on in. These are a list of, there's obviously like the we're grateful for our health. We're grateful for the safety and well-being of others. Like, obviously, we are so grateful for those things. Mm-hmm. But I personally, and I think you did too, put together a more sillier list of things that we're grateful for. Some are more practical, mixed in, but don't take this so seriously. That said, I am actually very grateful for these things. So, number one, and this is coming in top of the list. Number one of things I'm grateful for, Pomeranians. Yes, bitch. You got to hear it. I mean, Louie especially, light of my life, love him. But any Pomeranian I meet brings me so much joy and happiness. Whenever somebody sees a Pom, they send me a picture of them. I'm actually hosting a Pomeranian meetup in two weeks. That I want to come to. You should. It's going to be a Pomeranian Christmas sweater party. It's so cute. And I already have like eight RSVPs. So I'll leave my mutts at home. No, no, no. Bring them. Really? Yeah. My other friends are bringing their dogs in our... Um, Alfie loves small dogs. 
Oh yeah, he's gonna have fun. It's at um, Neighbors. Have you been there? ATX. It's like a um, fake grass dog park Where slash is it? coffee shop. I don't know. I can't remember. Mm. East, I think. Okay. But it's going to be super, super fun. The next thing I'm grateful for, the unsend and edit feature on text messages. Bless. Thank God. The only thing that's frustrating is the person still gets notified if you unsend it. Like, oh, Kim unsent a message. It's like, what'd you send? But just being able to like, if if you're like me and you text really fast and then at last minute it auto-corrected something you said, it's like, and you can just go back and edit love that feature like why didn't they come out with that sooner period yeah what is your first thing you're grateful for I'm like catering mine like towards like your like the order in which I say them okay so one of them is dog cuddles um when I wake up in the morning and I'm sharing a pillow with Alfie and Crosby's laying on my side like nothing like it absolutely I look up because Louise sits on the pillow above me and I just look up and then we spider-man kiss every morning not like a full makeout, kind of. We'll just give him a little kiss. It's so every cute. morning. Yeah, every morning. That's not weird. No, that's so pure though. Yeah, he loves it, and like he opens his eyes the second I like open my eyes, then he'll wake up, gives me a kiss, and then he goes back to. He sleep. doesn't wake you up to eat or anything. Oh no, he loves sleep. Oh my god, my yeah. dogs wake me up at seven a.m. on the dot every morning <laughs> to eat. Yep. Wow. No, no, no. Louis doesn't care. Um, my next thing I'm grateful for, I'm going to do a few cause you only have, yeah. you have a shorter list and this one is the more obvious one. My supportive podcast family and social media followers, especially Aww. with this podcast. I mean, you know, I've been working on it for years and y'all have just been a part for like the journey, the bad audio, the bad videos. It's just, it's a learning process and it's taken me longer than most because I don't have anybody teaching me. Yeah. There aren't a lot of podcasters in Austin that I can just shadow and they can teach me. Right. And a lot of podcasters too are more protective of the knowledge that they've learned. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Probably because it is so difficult and nobody taught them either. Yeah. So it's just this cycle of nobody wanting to teach other people, which sucks. But um, just everybody who's listened and continued to listen over the years, like I really, really appreciate that, especially because this is my baby. Yeah. You know, after I did the TV show, I still wanted a way to connect with people that wasn't just posting pictures of myself. I wanted yeah. them to hear my voice still and hear what's going on in my life. And I've been able to do that. And then social media followers, of course, like the support is always just incredible and it's so fun. And it's really cool. Also, people picking up on things that I do and like DMing me about something specific towards me. It's like they know you. Yeah. And that's really cool. And especially in person, like people, mm-hmm. oh, I know you from Instagram or the show or this. It's I don't know. I feel like a little celebrity. Do you know what you should do? This is like super random. I'm thinking of this, but what you should do, oxymoron. Oxymoron. (laughs) (laughs) Oxymoron. Oh my God. I'm crying. You know what you should do? (laughs) Oxymoron. Are you okay? Did you have a little uh I'm stroke? not kidding you. Like, I think that, like, my nipples just got hard. Like, I... Holy crap. I'm grateful for the word oxymoron, onomatopoeia, just those two. Unreal. Thank God. Oh, my God. I don't think I would have been able to end this podcast episode without knowing that. I can't, I can't explain the, like, amount of relief that I have. Like, I just, like, unclenched my butt cheeks. Oh, my God. I am... <laughs> Done. Okay. Wow. So you know what you should do? Oxy. 
<laughs> okay. But Go what you on. should do is yeah. you should do like um, your top 10 as a vlog and like just clip like top, like your top 10 scenes together. And like, that's like your like end of year recap. Oh yeah. Do you do that every year? Mm-hmm. Mm. But I, I don't do it like top 10 moments. I'll just make like a compilation oh. video of like highlights of the year, mm. but I'll do that. That's a good idea. Yeah. I just think about, cause you know, in my real life, I do emails and that's like always our top performing email is our top 10 things you said from email? the year email to who that's what I do for a living oh no I know that I you <laughs> meant like you had like an email Christmas chain letter or no mm-hmm. yeah no everyone w- really wants to hear what I have to say via email <laughs> okay. no um you should do that. that'd be fun yeah that would be my next thing I'm grateful for <laughs> this is stupid now that I'm reading it out loud okay <laughs> don't look at my list Okay, number four. <laughs> hot young guys who think I'm a hot, quote, older woman. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> they, like, they really think I'm, like, some 40-year-old MILF. And I'm, like, I'm here for it. Why not? And I'm, like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to meet my husband in Austin. That's fine. So, in the meantime, I'm going to still, like, have entertain time. these young guys and just have you know it's like enjoy the confidence boost they give me it's always like these young guys who like think that they are just like god's gift to earth like and they're like fucking like sdrs and like bdrs and you're like i don't know what those like they're like cold callers and like they're like i'm in sales (laughs) yeah and i'm like like, bitch fuck off i love it i love their little confidence the next thing i am grateful for chub rub sticks and spanks i mean mega babe the best Amazing. Literally the best. I love too that as a society we have now embraced spanks and undergarments. I feel like it used to be like a weird thing or like thing that things that only like plus size women wear. Now everybody Should just wears lays them. better. It just it looks more flattering. Your garments are gonna yeah exactly like lay better on your body. But also if you do have bigger thighs like me, during the summer I wear spanks under every dress, every skirt, and the comfort level of life just improves so much when you do leave your house you wear that yeah which isn't often <laughs> but yes and then chub rub sticks if you don't know what that is chub rub is when your chubby legs rub together when you're walking and it's hot and you get a heat rash in between your thighs and it's so freaking painful but they have these sticks that yep. are basically repellent between your legs to prevent that chafing from happening so those Period. are great what is your next one um so I actually just made this up on the fly, but I made up this phrase, blizzy and glizzy. So Dairy Queen blizzards yeah. and Wiener Schitzel chili cheese dogs. Blizzy Gli- and glizzy. Glizzy. That's what they call wiener dogs. I mean, wieners for some reason, like glizzies. They call wiener dogs glizzy? Not wiener dogs, like like hot dogs. Hot dogs? They call them glizzies. Really? Yeah, so blizzies and glizzies. That's Maybe that's funny. my new bio. It should be. Blizzies and glizzies. But make sure it's not like, is glizzy like a weird, you know how, um... I'm Googling it. Oh, I don't have service in here. What is that website? Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Make sure it's nothing weird. You know? You so true. Know. But go on. So you love a blizzard and you love a good chili cheese dog. Correct. Very on brand for you. I know. Grateful. We're grateful that they're still open too. Especially Dairy Queen's like, you know, I, d- I didn't know that Dairy Queen is going to stick around. I don't know why, but I'm don't very happy. Like that. I know. I'm not manifesting it. But when I was little, I was like seeing all these bigger chains pop up and I'm like, I hope Dairy Queen sticks it out. And, they and also, Dairy Queen creating the Orange Julius, which I have no idea what the fuck that is, is interesting. Dairy Queen invented Orange Julius? I think I made that up. Are you lying? Like, now that you question it, I made that up. 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Do you but know what Orange Julius cl- is? No, do you? Yeah, it's like a smoothie shop in the malls. I think they have a collab, though. Because when I was in Minneapolis, there was a Dairy Queen. Half and half. Yeah, Orange <sighs> Julius. Orange Julius is so... It's just orange juice? No, no, no. It's smoothies. That's just the name of the shop. And is Julius someone's name, or is that like a type of smoothie? I don't know. Don't ask okay. questions. Okay. My next thing I am grateful for, vibrators and smut novels. Enough said. Thank God. Thank God we have that technology now where if we do want to be aroused, we don't need a man. What do you think women did back in the day? Well, you know what? They you, <laughs> When I was doing research for the interview with Hannah, so I don't, don't know exactly what, what I Googled to come up with this, but it was something about vibrators. And did you know they used to use, obviously not the pink cute toys that we use now, but like they used to use a vibrator toy machine not toy to cure women's hysteria and um migraines that's how doctors would cure their migraines and hysteria was with vibrators i would be pretending i had a migraine every single day i'd be as i say i'd be even more mentally unwell than i am now but how freaking weird is that to think about a doctor doing that oh and of course it's like a male doctor too yeah and he's like oh this is gonna help you and i'm sure it did actually relieve some something something somewhere but also like women used to use like washing machines and stuff because i could shake yeah i don't know how that could do it for me but that's not enough but also like i bet you we like built up some stamina (laughs) true but yeah the combination of vibrators and smut novels i've gotten back into reading a lot this year and i've read some good ones and i'm not ashamed of it. I will say at the gym yesterday, I brought the book I'm reading. Oh, God. It's so funny. <laughs> like, people don't know what you're reading. Right? And the front cover of the book is like a hot guy, so I make sure nobody sees the front cover. I like took it out really quickly and folded the, the cover over. But the fact that as women, we can just read these novels in public settings and like nobody knows. So nobody true. knows. Uh, the next thing I'm grateful for, speaking of migraines, heat pads and migraine cold gel ice caps for migraines so have you seen those they're literally like a cap that you put over your whole like the hangover thing yeah you wrap it around your whole head and it immediately alleviates your migraines which i struggle from a lot and then heat pads for my period cramps what would i do without them Ooh, yeah and then my next thing i'm grateful for uh, oh, this is this is a sweet one. My childhood best friend is pregnant, That's and I'm sweet. just so grateful for that. She like she's wanted to be a mom for so long, and this is my first friend to get pregnant. I'm seeing her in a few weeks, and I'm really excited to see her pregnant. It's gonna be so. How weird. far along is she? I'm not sure, but she's so tiny that it's like sticking out so much already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm just really happy for her, and I just that she has like a really healthy pregnancy and she just deserves it so much when people say like people are so tiny so there's like all belly i'm gonna be all everything else (laughs) when i'm pregnant (laughs) like i'm gonna be all chin i'm gonna be all arm i'm gonna be all cankle and that's just like really frustrating i don't think so i'll be a cute pregnant person we both will like i'm telling you confidently the only thing i don't want to happen during pregnancy strut my vagina stretch stretch out whatever stretch marks whatever your nose gets big did you know that? That's not true. Yeah. Your nostrils widen so you breathe better when you're giving birth. It, it's a thing. Look it up. That's all. Like pregnancy changes everything. It changes your shoe size. Your changes hair. your vision. Mm-hmm. Your nose, as I've heard. Yep. It's a Your lot. nipple size. They get even bigger. Yeah. Great. 
<laughs> Great. We call my sister. Um, what do we call her? We call her Papa John because she has pepperoni nipples. Oh my gosh, poor thing. Don't call her that. She's fine. <laughs> She's fine. Okay. Um, but really, really excited for my friend getting pregnant and her soon to be pepperoni nips i guess and her nostrils and her nostrils but she's gorgeous like she she'll be fine and then my next thing that i'm grateful for another emo thing is my mom's strength while she's um, fighting cancer and then my sister's company always we've been spending a lot more time together and of course we're sisters we're gonna piss each other off but she's helped me like come out of my depression a lot and my mom's just so strong everything she's been through in her whole life, it's mm-hmm. like, how did she do it? Like, she was raising four kids by the time she was 23 or 24. Because she had my her brother's kids, too. And moms are literal. And, like, I know this is, like, what everyone always says. But moms are literal superheroes. Yeah. No, they are. I, I agree. Very grateful for both of them. And all family, of course. But for me, my smaller family. So my mom, my sister. Grateful for my little cousins, too, that are basically my brother and sister. So, yes, that's that. And then, number 10, before you jump into yours is I'm grateful for Botox and microbladed eyebrows. Mm. Botox has saved my life. I'm due. I I'm, think I'm going oh, I'm going next week. My appointment's next week, the day after Thanksgiving. I'm getting Botox and my lip filler. <coughs> Cannot wait for that. Um, and then microbladed brows. Like I've always had a really light eyebrows. So I just game changer. What I, is, I need to get my eyebrows done. I like the amount of consultations that I've like scheduled. My girl's the best. I pull the trigger. Yeah. What is your next one? My next one is, and I know you already mentioned like health and stuff, but I am very grateful for therapy and meds. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I know that sounds like very dependent of me, but like love my therapist. And I, this year it was like one of my resolutions is to like really fight for myself in the doctor's office. Yeah. And I feel like it's paid off so much. So I'm very grateful for like, getting to a place where like I have, I feel like I have a very good comfortable amount of medications that like have really helped me get my life in a good place. Mm-hmm. So grateful. I don't think that's weird at all. I, my next one is literally Lexapro and Wellbutrin. <laughs> so Period. I know some people are more through the more holistic approach. Some people prefer the Western medicine. It's like to each their own. This, I mean the Wellbutrin and Lexapro literally stopped me from like going down the darkest hole in my entire life and I just feel so much happier and better so I'm I'm so grateful for that too yeah. and I'm happy that you were able to advocate for yourself yeah and as a fellow Wellbutrin and Lexapro queen mm-hmm. I can attest pop off sponsor us <laughs> literally uh my next thing I'm grateful for I'll just whip through these next three air conditioning mocktails becoming more mainstream yep and the do not disturb feature on our phones we love that. Air conditioning, Avi. You guys know me. I just love being cold. Mocktails being more mainstream. I just love that a lot of places now have mocktails for me to enjoy. And it's like, you don't even have to ask to make a cocktail of mocktails. Like, they have their own, like, mocktail section. Exactly. And then the do not disturb feature. I mean, we all need to respect our one. We just need to turn it off and get away from the world for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You use the do not disturb feature a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed. And it's like, notify her anyways. I'm like, yes. Here. <laughs> I, as I say, I think I probably have do not disturb on more often than not. Um, like earlier, you're like, is your phone on do not disturb? I'm like, yeah, but it has been all day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. What's your next one? I already did dogs. I did, and I know like having a roof over your head, but I am great, very grateful to be to have to live in a house. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in an apartment for so long, and like I moved around for so long too. Like I was moving every single year, yeah. and so to live in a house now and like have a yard and like feel as if like I have a little home is the greatest feeling ever and like to be able to host people to be able to have people like my family like if they come down they can stay with me it's like not like they're like not sleeping on my couch Mm -hmm. like they have their own room and like oh it's a three bedroom mm -hmm. nice yeah so being able to like really host people and like having a two-car garage like I get to park in a garage and I have to pay for parking Mm -hmm. like it's just having an attic like I was talking about like I am just so grateful to have a house and a house that doesn't fucking break the bank rub it in (laughs) No, but really, it's called wealth. I, Look it up. <laughs> I am very happy for you, and I plan on moving into a house next. I yeah. cannot wait. It's going to make such a difference, and I'm grateful for the apartments I've lived in. But yeah. as time goes on, like you just need that. You need a house. Um, my next one, and I'll whip through these two things that I'm grateful for. Uh, my comfort shows, always to lean back on if I'm just feeling in a mood. Chai lattes my go-to mm. and then comfy sweatshirts and athleisure staying in fashion. I, for a short period of time was like, is athleisure going to go out? Cause it became so mainstream and yeah. I don't think it's going anywhere Thank after, God. after COVID and work from home. Like praise don't catch me in anything. You all every week she asks, what are you wearing for the podcast? <laughs> I say, Comfy clothes, same shit, different day, leggings and a sweater or leggings mm. and a comfy top. Uh, what's your next one? Mine is the ability to travel. Mm. whether it is just like going to Dallas for the weekend having friends there like having the opportunity to be so mobile I really appreciate um even having dogs and stuff it's just like everything that leads up to the ability for me to be able to travel is amazing mm-hmm. um like having a roommate that can watch my dogs being able to so you know, like helpful. pay for a flight like I'm just grateful to always feel like I'm on the go yeah I also have that listed I wrote traveling with friends and also I'm grateful for flight attendants who make flight safety funny <laughs> Like those ones that just go above and beyond to be like kind of quirky and silly. That's where we are completely different people. I'm like, knock it off. <laughs> I'm like, yes, this is so funny. I'm like holding in my lap. <laughs> I love it. I think it makes the travel day a little. That's fair. A little and I'm easier. sure it makes their job a little more fun too. Yeah, absolutely. And then my next one, grateful for getting older, wiser, and hotter. Love. I mean, guess getting older can be bad. Like, you know, I have to spend money on Botox and your internal clock's ticking for kids and things like that. But at the end of the day, we all are alive and healthy and living and aging. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten so much smarter mm-hmm. and more aware of my surroundings and who I want to be surrounded with. And I've also just gotten better looking <laughs> too. Like I'm, I'm not a solid 10, but like I was looking at old pictures of myself trying to back up my computer the other night. And I was so fugly. I don't, like, no wonder I didn't have a boyfriend back then. Jesus Christ. Oh, my Christ. God. Whatever. Um, I'm also... Oh, speaking of being hotter, I'm grateful for my new smile. Yee. Love my Ching. new teeth. Ting. Quick side note. When you were talking yeah. about our biological clock ticking, I have a couple friends who have gotten their eggs frozen. And did you have to pay for rent? Yeah. Insane. For your eggs? That is wild. Like, there's like a monthly or like a yearly rent. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much it is? Um, I asked my friend this actually last week. I think that she said she pays... A thousand dollars a year. Wow. For rent for her eggs. Well, gotta make sure the kids are taken care of. Guess that's like another form of daycare. Yeah, that's wild. Wow. Uh, another thing I'm grateful for long hot showers. Mm. 
Yelp and kids menus. We hate uh, restaurant anxiety and not knowing what you're going to order. Yep. And then I wrote, speaking of Orange Julius, but I wrote frozen yogurt and Jamba Juice. Mm. Yum. I love Jamba Juice. Do you have any more? So one is the demise of Snapchat. Yeah. Thank God. I'm so tired of keeping up with multiple apps. You um, still Snapchat? I saw people Snapchat me, but I don't Snapchat. Yeah. No, like, I, I gave up like two years ago. Like, so-and-so snapped you. Yeah. It says, Ryan sent you a snap one day ago. I'm like, criminal. Um, <laughs> so that's one. And then I'm just going to do my last one. Just close it out for myself. Okay. Um, mine is boats. I'm so for grateful boats. for boats. Like, and the you hot are, men that own them. You're a, a boat girly to and, to and through. Is that the expression? Mm-mm. True and true? It's a through and through. <laughs> through. I was, like, I was like, is this bitch joking with me? Two and two and two. Um, no, I'm just so grateful for boats, like, and the lifestyle that comes with boats. Like, I'm just grateful that I boated as much as I did this summer. And um, could not be me. Yeah, it's like cheers to boats and the hot men that own them. Yeah, absolutely. Period. End of story. Period. When you come to visit me in my next city, I imagine there will be boats. We will be boating. Uh, I have a few more. My next thing I'm grateful for, comfy shoes, whether those are tennis shoes or going out shoes. The older I get too, I'm like, I, you won't catch me in uncomfortable shoes. Speaking of comfort, Classy Network, the brand I'm so grateful for. This is the brand that they have the bras built into all their tops and dresses. I've never heard of this in my life. What? It's like all I wear mostly. It's so nice. Classy Network? Mm-hmm. With the, okay. With the K. And you don't have to, like, there's no bra straps digging into you. Your whole body looks all slim. It's like Spanx, but just the drop. Love it. The material's so good. My hairstylist, very grateful for her. We love her. Keeping my hair beautiful. We and have the same hairstylist, right? Yes, we do. Don't look at my and hair right now, though. Do you have any more? Nope. Okay, my last thing I'm grateful for. I already read this on your screen, and it makes me literally cringe. <laughs> Why? I'm just not sentimental. Oh my god! But I appreciate that you are. Don't look at my screen. Maybe you should get one of those like blockers. I should. <laughs> so I just can't see anything. My last thing I'm grateful for is Kiana for making this podcast so much fun and enjoyable, and just being an amazing friend. And friends like Kiana are hard to come by. And I just I appreciate you, and I love that you. That was I'm, so nice. I'm, I'm so for grateful you. for you. I am grateful for when we sat at Cycle Bar, and I had no idea who you were. And I told you, and you told me you had a podcast and I said, that is so interesting. I would love to be on a podcast. Like that's a dream of mine is to have my own podcast. And you're like, well, what's your shtick? Like, what's your thing? And I'm like, nothing. I just talk a lot and think I'm funny. I was like, perfect. Yeah. (laughs) She'll do great. So very grateful that you let me come talk everyone's ear off for hours a week. I, I love it. And they love it too. But that wraps up the list for me and for you as well of things that we are grateful for in our Thanksgivings. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving week. Avoid all the family drama. Period. What do you, what do you End got? End of story. Um, have a good Thanksgiving week. If you did not take off work, I hope that you just barely get by by like doing bare minimum. Absolutely. I, bare I minimum. wish that for you. I hope that for you. Time and a half plus yeah. bare minimum. And I hope that your boss stays off your ass for four days. And I hope that you get a little wine drunk by noon. Absolutely. Yeah. Cheers to that. And cheers to if you aren't doing anything and you are just having dinner with a friend. You're not alone. You're it's not alone. totally normal. And if you're by yourself, that's okay too. Like truly, and Thanksgiving is it's just be grateful for your life. 
and the things that you care yep. about and don't compare yourself to other people and what they're doing and their families because I did that in the past and it can hurt, you know? Yeah. So anyways, I was thinking about it. We should volunteer on Thanksgiving morning. Oh my God. Wouldn't that I be would fun? I love that. Look at us. Philanthropic queens. And then goes and gets a, a three course meal after. <laughs> I know. We deserve this. Yes, we do. All right, guys. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please make sure to give us a thumbs up on uh, YouTube. Subscribe. Give us five stars. Spotify and Apple podcast. Find us on Instagram at my lips aren't sealed podcast. But thanks again so much for listening. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. And we will chat more. Next week. Ooh, sex episode with Hannah. Ooh. Next week, guys. All right. Bye. Bye.